0: How are you?
1: I'm good. Yeah, I'm just um, sitting in my attic uh, making... Oh, yeah. Uh, like sort of prepping my set. I've got a gig tonight, so I'm just... Um,
0: oh, really? I realized
1: I didn't save, didn't save something on my, um, <laughs> my synth.
0: <and laughs> oh, dear. And I'm redoing it. What are you redoing? Which part?
1: Um, it's this little... It's like a little arpeggio um, thing that I had on my tempest and it was really awesome last night mm-hmm. and I was um I was really vibing on it but I've I just turned it off <laughs> I didn't <laughs> even think of it I didn't even save it but it's okay. all it's all good it's kind of like I guess that's how I learned
2: but you know
1: <laughs> fucking shit up and then
0: having to go and redo it for sure um what are you up to not much and where are you are,
1: are you in New York
0: I'm in Michigan actually <laughs> oh, okay cool yeah yeah How's your week awesome. been? Have you had Have you had um, any it, celebrations of any kind?
1: Yeah, it's been pretty nice. I've just been uh, kind of with my family um, in my uh, hometown, which is about an hour hour and a half out of Sydney, mm-hmm. um, and just have my aunts and uncles and family friends over, um, which is like it's great. But <laughs> there's nine of them in the house, and it's like yeah, yeah. a bit. Um, uh, it's exhausting, is the word. Yeah,
0: I feel yeah, that. So I haven't, like, I haven't had a chance to be
1: by myself for about four days, which is surprisingly, um, I don't know, tiring.
0: <laughs> Do you like to spend a lot of time by yourself usually?
1: Um, I don't know, like if it's a lot, but uh, I, I like, I just like having a bit of a space to retreat to. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's probably more of a family thing your family like you mm-hmm. love them but there's there's there are things which your parents do
2: <laughs>
0: get, you know get on your nerves i relate entirely I, I live on my own and i'm home for the holidays right now so i'm used to being in my oh, apartment nice. all the time by myself and now it's just a con there's just there's always somebody else's energy there and it's like uh hey yeah, and yeah. It's, not, it's not a bad thing. Like, no, it's, no, it's something it's, to be it's painful. It's nice, for.
1: but like, just when um, I don't know, I, I felt like I couldn't really relax.
0: Yeah, um, I feel that. And I, I
1: really like, but that's you know, that's fine. That's what happens when you
0: you go mm-hmm. you go
1: to your parents' house or whatever. That's
0: well, as strange as it is, work. you have to you have to act a little differently than you do like all the time. Like you want to be yourself. Oh, totally through and through, but there's still, like, a, a sort of you that you have to tweak, or it, it kind of feels like you're acting a little bit sometimes, you know, you just have to be, you have to be a little different, it feels. Yeah. Man,
1: I was talking to my friend last night about this, and we, we both said the same thing, where we sort of, sort of censor ourselves, mm-hmm. um, in a weird way, like, I don't, I don't really know if my, um, family really gets the full me. Yeah. Um, which, like, I don't know if they, I don't know if they'd want, want that <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. But it does feel strange, kind of like trying to curtail
2: some of the things I say. Yeah. Um, they're not like you know my family
1: like super super left. Um, everyone's like on the same page. everyone yeah. Like is um, my my dad's a writer and my mum's an artist and oh. My, My auntie's an art teacher, and my uncle's a like a he was a comedian, a South African (laughs) Jewish comedian. Wow. Um, And so everyone's like, you know, on the same page. Yeah. But even even so, we were having this like they're all from South Africa, by the way, except for my mum, except my dad. Sorry.
0: Mm -hmm. We were having this
1: chat about how they feel that everyone is too offended. By everything these days
0: yeah that's a hot topic
1: <laughs> yeah and I feel like it's a generational thing because mm-hmm. um, like we were watching this uh, we watched this um, opera called The Mikado which is a Gilbert and Sullivan opera from like the 19 early 1900s mm-hmm. um, and there's this version done with Eric Idle in it I think in the 70s or 80s and there's a Couple of bits where they do this kind of like the Chinese, like they pull their eyes back, yeah, like to make them look more Asian. And um, I I've been watching it since I was a kid, but I never really clocked that (laughs) bit. Yeah, I was like, whoa, this
2: (laughs) is um, shit. I I didn't realize that was a thing, and it is like you know it.
1: Not that this is ever cool, but like you know it was the seventies and the eighties. Right, it was. like that would have been something that would have been like big
2: problem yeah common or something and it was probably done for dramatic effect but we're talking
1: about it and how i do i sort of mentioned that it was you know pretty pretty fucking racist <laughs> 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 and one of them was like what is it is it really
0: right right yeah. and then they <laughs> yeah is. So, well we used to do that when we were kids. <laughs> well that yeah. makes it okay. <laughs> cool,
2: yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah man, it's it's funky, like I feel that too. There's just there's a certain like because because I do believe in the idea that like there's been a strange overhaul in censorship and like offense being offended. Like I do think there's something to that argument, something to be discussed. Yeah, I do too actually. But there are also many things brought to light today that you're like, yeah, that that should probably be called out <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. it's tough when someone's like, "No, it's okay. You know, people are just too sensitive." And it's like, "Okay, well there's still some stuff that's just like inherently kind of hateful that you might want to check yeah. out a little bit."
1: Yeah, totally. And and also like I do I do kind of um I I do sometimes struggle and it's a group of you know it's a group of older white people sitting around a table talking about other people's right like offenses I'm like well That's there's the no last. one really here which like of that group so yeah. how do you how do you even gauge what, what is going on like no. you're not offended of course you're not but and also <laughs> offense is like I guess subjective and does it even really matter mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah I'm I don't know what I think about the whole thing, to be honest. Yeah. But um yeah, that was my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: that's good. That's good. Yeah, not bad. I feel that. It's it's so it's so strange because there's a part of you that wants to like keep trying to advocate for that or like try to try to be on the side of it but then you just gotta Like you can just feel the brick wall when it's there. <laughs> like you're not getting through. Yeah you not getting yeah dirty. yeah
1: totally there's no there's kind of no point mm. really and I've, I've definitely come around to that like I'm not gonna try and force you know or anyone to think in any particular way but that alone my parents
0: yeah you know what's crazy I experienced like an extremely homophobic waitress a couple days ago on Christmas Eve <laughs> Christmas Eve actually and I was blown away <laughs> like are
1: you in like a sort of rural area or
0: something i'm in flint so like i don't i i I was just shocked like so i was with my friend and both of our nails are painted so (laughs) well i guess just start with that i guess that was just risque so the, the waitress just looks at my nails and she's like is that white out because i have white nail polish on And I was like, no, (laughs) like it's just nail polish. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever, make a joke. Okay. And then she just brings up her son and she says that her son wants to paint his nails, but she tells him that that's just not right. And that's just not what you do. So I was like, okay, wow. (laughs) Like that's, you know, all right. And then my, and then she's like, yeah, my son wants to paint his all black. So then my friend pulls his nails out, which are all black. And she's like, oh yeah, like that. So we're like, okay, <laughs> there's that, and then she just she just randomly says like, yeah, and he just runs around saying he's gay all the time and he likes boys, and that just pisses me off. And we're like, oh my God. this is like 11:30 on Christmas Eve, so I'm I'm speechless. I'm just absolutely speechless. <laughs> I'm like, I just said like, is your son gay? <laughs> like, I, like what do I? I don't know what to do with that. And she's like, no, he just it's he like just you know, says like- it. He just says it to make me mad. But I like I was just uh. blown away. That was the first time in a while that I'd ever experienced like active like I was just like shocked. I was completely shocked. And I didn't like you yeah. could just tell like how are you, how am I supposed to change her mind, you know, like I don't know. It was just jarring. <laughs> I was not expecting it.
1: Totally. Like it's why would you say that?
0: You know, no, and my, my friend you know, and I very well could have been gay, you know? Like, we're both there together. Yeah. So what if we were like, hey, <laughs> fun fact for you. <laughs> it was yeah, just strange. You know, it uh, it was just, maybe it didn't even, like, didn't even register. I don't know. Her, I, don't, I people, don't know. People could be gay and, like, near you. <laughs> you know, I guess, I don't know if I, like, triggered something. <laughs> I was just shocked. My friend was like, "Yeah, we definitely should have like pretended to be gay or like said something similar." Like, I was like, "Yeah, we could." I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even know what to say to her. And it was her last. I guess we were her last table of the night. So I don't know if she just been holding it in all day. <laughs> I just can't believe that people like. It's just crazy when you when you face people that actually think that sort of way, like in the wild. It's like, wow, you're real. This is a thing.
1: Yeah, there's, there's definitely a like a bubble.
2: Which yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think people like people, especially you know, in the arts, mm-hmm. um, are, are surrounded by which is you know often like a really amazing bubble. Like it's it's incredible to be surrounded by such like open creative people all the mm-hmm. time. But then you go out like outside of it and shit. <laughs> you realize that it's really not. It's not the majority
0: at all. No, no. And we get, like, kind of get confused
1: when, like, political situations, you know, don't go the way that mm-hmm. we would like them to go. And Scary. then you kind of think, well, fuck, maybe that's the rest of the world.
0: I think what, like, um, catches me off balance a lot is, like... There seem to be a lot of things that that it's like yeah, you just sort of you know, you be a good human. <laughs> like when it comes to like people yeah. Like being gay, it's like what like what is there to care about? <laughs> like but that sometimes yeah. gets like mixed Lightly. up politically, I feel like sometimes. Like as if it's a political issue and I'm like what's up? What's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
2: It's just I guess, weird. like
1: I guess that people are religious as well. That kind of yeah adds to that, which I'm sure is like a big thing in America.
0: Mm-hmm. That um, it is, not,
1: maybe not because it's here as well, but not like probably not to the same extent. Uh huh. Um, like it's like you are being a good person if you try to save your child from the gays.
0: Right. Like what?
1: <laughs> you know, like it's like yeah, like you kind of like, you. I guess it's meant to be. is it what is it like if you lie with another man is that what the
0: bible but I don't know I've never studied yeah there's a a passage that says something to that effect but like come on (laughs) like the (laughs) bible also says (laughs) the bible says a lot of things that many Christians who practice homophobia like there are things in the bible that are said you can't do that many do regardless like yeah. that's just one of them oh, it's I just know. funky yeah. and it's just like why like it's it's just hatred like you're just you're expending energy yeah. that doesn't need to be expended completely like 100 yeah. percent. like why not just completely i don't know i'm, I'm curious how we got to here but hey
1: <laughs> yeah well um that's interesting well, i guess it was uh going home for christmas
2: yeah
0: <laughs> So tell, let's talk about your music a bit. How about that? Sure. Tell me about your solo project, <laughs> what it is, what it means to you, whatever comes to mind.
1: Let me, um, I'm just going to try and put on my, my headphones.
0: Cool. One. No worries. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me well?
2: Yes. Gotcha. Cool.
1: cool. Um, uh, solo project. Yeah, uh, it's okay. So it's um, kind of started as a, uh, a a reaction to where I found myself maybe six years ago as a musician. I've always like done mm. music.
0: How do you pronounce um, it, by, by the voice. way? How do you pronounce the name? Kin, like kin.
1: Okay. or like yeah. Silent C.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs>
1: Okay, whichever one you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I kind of, I've always um, done music
2: and I was studying jazz and playing mm. uh, as a, like a professional drummer, which I still do. Yeah. Uh, but I, I got to the point where artistically
1: I wasn't actually doing anything and I was feeling really uh, hamstrung by just doing drums. hmm and I, I realised that all the music I loved and all the music I listened to didn't have any drums in it, and it was all electronic, and experimental, and like you know, based in sound manipulation and design. Yeah. More than just playing rhythms. Um, so I started just like I had a bit of an existential crisis about Ooh. music, and went through
0: a, like a big. Uh, like reboot, I guess, of mm-hmm. my life about six years ago and ever since then I've just been focusing on pretty much just doing whatever I want. Did you just feel like <laughs> you, you weren't you just didn't feel fulfilled? Like it felt kind of like you were just going through the motions or what? <laughs> yeah,
1: kind of. Like I didn't um, I didn't really connect with what I was doing uh on on the drums, and I think it was more more a fact of being uh, so like my personality being so totally linked to playing the drums and mm-hmm. being a good drummer. So I, I I was just practicing for the reason of being good. Yeah, and I didn't really understand
2: what that meant. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I wasn't really making
2: any like any music. Yes. I was just getting good at the skill which is not a bad thing I
1: think that's like you know it's good to get good at something right um, but I wasn't creating anything really and I've been sort of making electronic music since I was a kid but never really oh really I uh, put the time into it yeah I've always like um I, I was doing it on GarageBand and Logic and awesome. there was this game on play, like Playstation when um, I was a kid, with, which we would hire from the video store, uh-huh. and it was like, called Music or something. Um, I don't know exactly what it was called, but you, it's like Garage Band before Garage Band
0: on <laughs> PlayStation, and I fucking loved it so much. What was it, was it on? Like a PSP or was it on a console or what?
1: Yeah, it was like PlayStation One or two. Like the remember the gray one?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, so you put the put the disc in and you just drag little blocks around and stuff
0: and yeah i think this, i know what you're talking about like, i think i've seen it
1: in i mean obviously it's like obsolete but right maybe not maybe it's like maybe there's a revival market for that shit hmm. people are people are buying cds again <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I kind of i've always loved that music and like ever since i was a kid i've been listening to like rave and techno and like high energy nice, stuff man. and happy hardcore like when i was like eight i started listening to this stuff
2: mm. my parents were kind of horrified <laughs> um yeah it was like pretty um pretty weird rebellion like a lot of kids <laughs> like listen to metal and punk where I just, right just i listened to jazz jazz and um like rave music
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I don't know it was like it was a weird when I look back at it it was kind of a natural progression and I'm surprised that I didn't uh, uh, really clock clock onto it sooner but I just did feel, fall in love with drumming and I, I I just focused on that for like most of my uh, teenage years mm-hmm. and 20s and yeah I don't know I just like eventually just Found solace in making musical day, and I just wanted to get better at this thing. And I, I, I guess I wanted to start being like good at mixing
2: and, and yeah. production in, in order to earn money as well, because like, I didn't want to do crappy gigs. Mm-hmm.
1: But soon I kind of realized it was you know so it's sort of the same as doing crappy gigs.
2: I'm going to do
1: crappy production and crappy mixing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I just ended up with a bunch of songs and um, a friend of mine put my first EP out on his label and awesome, through that man. I just met some other people and then I found uh, another label Spirit Level in Melbourne who are really really awesome mm-hmm.
2: uh, kind of it's, I met uh, I met the guy who runs that through a producer called Anatole who
1: it's really cool, mm-hmm. really really cool. I play drums with him, um, but it's—I don't know—it's been this thing of me just chipping away for ages and ages and ages, <laughs> and it feels like all of a sudden I've just come out of my hole and I know—I feel like I know what I'm doing, <laughs> which has been
2: uh, not the case. I think I've pretended that I that I've known what's
1: going on for most of the time. <laughs>
0: That's a big step. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it feels totally natural now, and I've, like, combined, I feel like I've combined all my music stuff that I've been,
1: like, passionate about in my Mm -hmm. life. It feels like it's come into this sort of point where it all just kind of works together. Yeah. I don't really think about it anymore. I'm just a, I'm just a musician who
2: does a bunch of
1: different things.
0: Do you feel other parts of your life are more full now that you've got that? The music like figured out?
1: Yeah, I, I I do, especially this kind of like um uh like part of me which um needs to be connected to music. Like there was so like so long, probably my you know, my whole life up until probably pretty recently, um
2: needed to like I was I was Nick who was a good musician
1: mm-hmm. or a good drummer more more accurately being a good drummer was like the the thing that people recognize me by right and I uh, I don't think it's really a good thing to have that as the only thing that you're you know people say about you mm-hmm. like rather than being Nick oh he's a, he's a great person or he's like just nice he's fun to hang out with like oh is Nick the good drummer um and when you put that on yourself you know if you have a a bad gig then you're kind of a bad person you're only as good as the last thing you've done or you feel you feel like if you're not you know if you're not up to scratch then you're you're sort of yeah
2: deficient in some way which is really like shit place to be because you're always
1: like worried you're always guilty you're, you're not yeah. doing enough you're not practicing enough you can't just be in the moment and it's definitely still struggle like with that but mm-hmm. I've um
2: through creating like my own music I've definitely uh managed to curtail that a lot now yeah. it's just
1: I'm just okay with making music
0: <laughs> Do you feel like you're saying something in your music, or exercising that sort of worry? Like, do you feel like you're getting a weight off now? Is that kind of what it's like? <laughs> yeah, I think I think the first couple of releases I definitely did, and the first the first one I did was
1: more of a test of myself to see if I could actually do it, mm-hmm. uh, and it was it was kind of a almost a fuck you to myself and the way I thought about. Myself, yeah. Because it's just it's all done on my computer. Um, there's like very little of my old life in it. Mm-hmm. Well, there it is, but it was something that I would sort of kept you know, kept inside me without um, without really uh, like showing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just put it all down, and and that's kind of what it was. Um, with the second one. I think it's more, I don't know if it's um so much like that. That was more of a sort of representation of a couple of years of like, you know, a really long relationship ended and yeah. I've moved out of a house, I like, you know, we, we split up and I moved out of this place we lived together in for seven years and wow. it's kind of this like really, uh, it was a really big turning point for me and so that's kind of what all those songs are about and me
0: sort of becoming a different person Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think um how did the music how much how much did the music do to help you cope with that or deal with that relationship
1: um I'm not actually sure to be honest like I think uh, I've thought about this a lot and I don't I, I don't feel like I give certain songs meaning at the time that I'm doing them yeah I feel like I, I sort of go through periods of my life and these pieces come out of it mm-hmm. and it's all they're all influenced by sort of the same kind of things and sometimes it's only looking back on this like, batch of songs or a period of time where I can really see through it yeah. and understand what I was actually doing because I, I think I used to worry about that, like I'd just be creating and I wouldn't have a, a meaning or a reference for it and I thought that was kind of a bit um, uh, like it should be more, like it's you know, it's got to be art, I need to, I need to have meaning and this, this particular riff it needs to represent something or well, this drumbeat needs to like mm-hmm. you know tell the story of who I am but it it just does anyway like it's I'm making it within a context and it's going to mean something to me yeah I might not know what it is but usually it always like it comes out in the wash I just I look back on it as a piece of work and I can understand and make the connections a lot of the time afterwards that's funny so, yeah it kind of, it is like sometimes it's the opposite.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but now I kind of just I just kind of go with it
1: and I, I have a like a, an overall feeling of what an album or a, an EP or like whatever it is the body of work is going to represent and I don't think about it too much anymore um, until like until I sort of really need to. Yeah. Like I guess with um like with with the last one when when I released it on
2: Spirit Label, I uh the the guy who runs the label did um get me to write like a narrative or like a sort of backstory of of the album. Really. Which really which really helped a lot. Yeah. And
1: like what every song meant to me and what the whole album means to me as a whole. And I'm sort of
2: in the process of doing that again for the next release. And that's really, really, really helpful. Um, but,
1: yeah, it's not like this song is about that time that you were, like, a massive bitch and I got really <laughs> angry at you. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, like, it's, it's, all, it's all these feelings, like,
2: wrapped up in a time period which, like, creates these, yeah. uh,
0: these songs. When you were going through that relationship ending, did it feel... Uh, was it ever hard to make music while you were experiencing those feelings or was, is it always like a solace?
1: Um, It was, yeah, it's actually really, really fucking hard for me when I feel, um feel depressed or sad. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I, I really struggle. I think because I'm a, I'm sure a lot of people are like this with it. Like if there's a problem,
1: um, you have to try and fix it.
0: Right. You want to have Not closure. Just, like,
1: yeah, like, I think, um, especially, I think a lot of guys are like this as well. If, if there's an issue, like, you
2: just, you know, you, you, you got to fix it. You got like, yeah. you, you to get it done. You can't just sit with it, yeah. which I don't think is a good
1: thing, which is something I really uh, tried to work on um, in the last few years. But having said that, you know, if, I, if I'm in the midst of this kind of some sort of crisis, like I didn't, you know, I was splitting up with my partner, and I didn't have a home really to live in. I was living between my parents' house in the country and like mm-hmm. friends' couches. And
0: that's scary. Um, man. I, yeah, I really, I really struggled to to um sit down and like do something. I, I really, I, I really work better when I'm happy. Even mm-hmm. though a lot of my music's pretty
1: like um, sort of. Uh, Aggressive, maybe like melancholy sometimes. Yeah, but to, I think to me that just um that that's just a part of me which is always going to be there.
2: I think. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, was, I struggle. Was the that. um was the relationship ending one of like like it, was it more clear cut and understandable as to why, or was it was there a lot of like uncertainty? <laughs> uh, uh no it was pretty understandable Mm -hmm. Uh, it it makes a lot more sense now like it's still it's still tough
2: to think about right Um, but it was for like it was for the best for both of us really
0: yeah Um, and although there was a
1: lot of uncertainty I think in the back of my mind there's always a certainty that it was the right thing to do
0: and but it was, still, it was seven get, years? Was like this, seven years, you said? Yeah, say? yeah. That's a lot of time. Yeah, you know?
1: it was. It was like, it was. And it was all of, like, basically all of my 20s, essentially.
0: That's crazy. So That's like, like was, some of the most formative years. That's wild.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's, I feel like I definitely um,
2: curtailed a lot of my wants yeah. and
1: needs during that time. For sure. And I definitely got stuff out
2: of it which I wouldn't have otherwise mm-hmm. have understood. Um,
0: but I feel like I'm making up for lost time. Yeah.
1: Now. Yeah, but I.
0: Um, oh, I forgot your question. I was just asking if it was um, like one with easy easy closure, or if it was more difficult to put a oh, yeah. period on things. Because that's a lot of no. a, a relationship with that much. Yeah. Wait to it ending like it seems like there's a lot of questions to be had, you know, along the way. You're thinking this could have happened, this could have happened, etc etc et cetera. But yeah. Yeah,
1: I get like I guess the the, the principle of of the closure was was easy. Well, that's but, good. But in practice, like like there's just this. Um, it's almost like a chemical imbalance when you you split up from someone. You, you it's fucking
0: someone hard, man. It's, yeah, it's it's habitual it's, it's you're, awful. you're yeah your body's used to this other person and it's literally it's yeah. like withdrawal it's crazy yeah absolutely and it's a long one mm-hmm. and just to be
1: just to be kind of alone again like now i relish it i love it oh yeah um but it took it took such a long time for me to like to
0: deal with that it's weird you you like but, You got to surround yourself with friends and stuff, but like, I don't know, for me, you know, I also just got out of a very long relationship and it's just, it's just funky because you got to, you got to like relearn yourself a little bit because when you're with someone like, even though you do a lot of things on your own, you're still thinking about the other person while you're doing them usually, or like you share most things with them, you know, like they're just kind of like the passenger seat and then the car is empty and it's just really quiet like really quiet and you're like whoa well, where was the destination again <laughs> it's, yeah, it's weird yeah totally that's exactly how I think of it and and
1: I even though I've had that destination like in my mind the whole time it's always been uh like skewed a little bit because you're in a relationship and that's that's what right. happens like you you're in one because you you want to be um and you try and compromise with it yeah but I think we both grew up and you know realized that the compromises we were making weren't right for each other
0: yeah <laughs> well it's yeah. better to be able to
2: see so, that uh, at least oh <laughs> uh, yeah totally like it's it's
1: still work in progress but right I don't think I would have got gotten to this point in myself or in, in music which is a huge part of me yeah uh, if that had happened and I can mm-hmm. see more clearly down, down the road and uh, where I want to go is, I think,
0: un with with that relationship. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's funny to see what we have to sacrifice and then what we have to, like, be selfish about, which can be
2: tough.
1: Yeah. Yeah, true. And I, I think, like, uh, I would... I guess I'm, like,
2: really interested to, like... You know, I'd love to be in a relationship. If you know anyone, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if,
1: like which which kind of works as as the person
0: you know, that I that I am and is like a musician who yeah. is so married
1: to this this shit. Um, Dude, it's so funny. Like, it to-
0: it's so crazy how often I'll think like. The person – like, the person – there's always this, like, person in your head, it seems, that, like, is out there in your head that you're like, that person's out there, you know? But it's just – like, I just got out of a relationship earlier this year, and I'm already, like, pretty invested in another one, and I didn't expect it, and I didn't want it, and I didn't intend for it. And it's, like it, – it's so weird because you just think, like, well, I don't know. You just have to kind of let go, I think, of a lot of things – that you want a person to be, because I don't don't know, I don't think, I don't want to say they're like, that person isn't out there, you know, like, that's in your head that you think would fit, whatever, but it just seems like you just are gravitated towards certain people, and it's just like, well, I guess this is, you know, like, one day at a time, that's, that's what's actually gonna do something, yeah, Totally,
1: I I don't reckon they are out there I think it's all just made up In your brain Yeah,
0: I do too (laughs) And honestly, like I don't know I
1: don't
0: know Go ahead I feel like I I went from being
1: uh, Someone who was trying to like Fit into any You know, anything that (laughs) I was uh, Needed to be in my last relationship I was trying to fit into it I didn't do a
0: good job, obviously But I was trying to (laughs) I was trying to like make it work. Right. I was always trying to do what they thought was best. Mm-hmm.
1: But now I feel like I've gone the other way. Yeah. And it's just a. I think it's a reaction. I've gone to the other side, of the other pole,
0: where I'm just like, you know what, fuck you. I'm just doing this, right. And you can you can be here
1: if you if you want. Right. But I'm just going to do these things, and that's that. And I don't know if that's the right way. But I'm I'm slowly coming oh. back to the
0: to the middle. <laughs> it's it's really weird because you don't want to give. Pieces of yourself away, but you know there's also the little thing in your head that's like, oh, you have to, like, you want to make the other person like you, so come on, buddy. But I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, true, totally. But I think, I think, you know, they're out there somewhere.
0: For sure. <laughs> Do you believe in like soulmates or anything of the like?
1: Um. Yeah, but not like, not in a sort of there's only one yeah way yeah. <laughs> and also I think
2: you know you're like I think your brain is a really powerful thing and it it adjusts itself to uh,
1: to make the situation what you
0: oh, would like it to be absolutely your brain is full of shit sometimes <laughs> yeah and even
1: if it's not right you're like well you know <laughs> So what? It's, it's cool. She she doesn't live in the country, but that's fine.
2: Like, whatever. Most people do that. Or, you know, she she doesn't
1: really want to be in a relationship, but it's cool. If I just keep hanging around, it'll be
2: fine. <laughs> For
0: sure, man. It's, it's funny what your brain will rationalize. It's, yeah, absolutely. And, and there's always, like, three different layers of thought going on in your head where you're like, Oh, no, that's fucked. And then you're like, Well, no. That's good. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> It's like which one do I listen it's fine. to? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like if you're happy, you know if you're happy today, that's a pretty good start. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. One day at a time. Yeah. It's just crazy how people like are together for like fifty plus years. Like that shit blows my mind. Like Yeah. Wow. Me too, actually. Like what happened? Um, and just yeah,
1: and how, I don't know, how have you, how have you grown up together? Like, what would you be like if you weren't Yeah,
0: together? that's so like, scary, and, and it's not, like, mm. it's really important to not, obviously, have hindsight all the time, and all you have is right now, and, like, yeah. the decisions you've made are what they are, but, like, that's so scary to think, like, what would my life have been had I not given, essentially, like... 40-50% of who I am to somebody else, like, at all times. Like, you you can pursue your own things, yeah. but you still like, you have that person to think about constantly. That's just, like, whoa. Like, people whose lives are kind of, like, they start off with the plans of, like, getting married and having kids, and then the career kind of, like, falls. Yeah. That's super weird to me. I don't I don't yeah. think I could really do that. Yeah.
1: I guess you can only sort of hope that the 40-50% you... Um, one thing I was
0: thinking about recently Totally different topic What like how is the water situation in Flint What's what's going on with that now uh, It's fucked still <laughs> um, Oh man I think in the near future they're like Completely ripping out all of the pipes I want to say that's early 2020 planned Yeah I'm pretty sure But it's it's not good man It's just not good Alright it's it's that's a lot so, to fix. It's like a so huge true. underhaul. So, yeah, yeah, I bet I don't know. It's it's been what seven six years now. So, oh my god. Yeah, there's still like three thousand lead lines as of this year. So I don't I don't really <clears throat> even know what's going on. And there's just been cases after cases after cases, and it's hard to keep yeah. up with because it's like I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, it sort of stopped, like,
0: being in the news, I guess. Really. Yeah, it's... Like, it's... People just get desensitized to it. Because when you hear about it for six years, it's like, oh, that shit's still going on? What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think they're um, supposed yeah. to start, like, working on it early next year. That, To my knowledge, that's the last I've heard of it. But... Yeah, okay. <clears throat> fingers crossed... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh wow, I've got a lot of think, a lot to think about now. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we can talk about music again if you want. Yeah, aware. for sure. What do you? So, what do you listen to? What do you want about now? Um,
1: listening at the moment. Um, this like last week, I've just
2: gone like I've been listening to heaps of techno. Really? Um, yeah. I'm
0: not super familiar with that genre, really cool. so you'll have to send me some stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will for sure. I actually just discovered this guy called uh, Barker from. I think he's from Berlin.
0: That sounds familiar. And kind of like. How do you spell it's that? Really,
1: really good. B a r k e r. Huh. I think he's. Um, He's like has something to do with Oscar Ton, that label, German label. Mm-hmm. And, um, makes this kind of like, there's no drums in it. It's just synth. That's um, funky. I think it's just modulus Yeah. And it's really beautiful. I just bought his EP the other night and it's, um, it's so gorgeous. Yeah. But I've, I think I've, I've just started, um, like DJing. So I've been collating all these tracks for, um, like a DJ, some sort of DJ set
2: that's funny that pretty
1: deep yeah I'm so excited I haven't really done it much <laughs> um so yeah I mean that's been
2: the last like couple of weeks but I guess this this
1: year I've listened to um oh man <laughs> I, I listen to Tim Hecker a lot
0: oh I love that dude
1: Tim Hacker. Uh, yeah, and it's really. Um, he's got
0: so much stuff. That's
1: yeah. He's I still listen to Virgins like all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think I think, I just think it's great.
0: Um, do you ever listen to C- um, Ben Frost? Oh yeah, Ben Frost for sure. He just did. Um, didn't he do the soundtrack for that movie? I'm pretty mm, sure. Da- uh, I feel like dark. Super Dark Times. Yeah, I just bought that. I bought like a picture disc of that soundtrack. This shit's really good. Yeah, that's beautiful. Really beautiful. Do you listen to, uh, uh how do you pronounce it? One yeah. O Tricks Point Never. You know that dude?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love that stuff.
0: Dude, have you seen um, Uncut Gems just came out? That new Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. I went and saw it. The music is oh, like, yeah. the music's fucking bananas. Even if you don't see the movie, like, just, just throw the soundtrack on. It's unreal. Like, it. oh my god, it's good. Okay super good I love his stuff
1: Adam Sandler and one of tricks point never (laughs) awesome
0: (laughs) yeah the movie was phenomenal also like probably my favorite of the year very very close okay great Mm -hmm. I'll check that out or uh FK Twigs Um, FK Twigs' new album was really good for me this year
1: oh I I haven't I haven't listened to that
0: good shit very good shit
1: Um, There's a couple of others. Oh, Empty Set. Do you know know them?
0: No, I don't. What's that? They're a
1: British duo. And um, Mm. it's like... I don't even know what (laughs) the music is. It's, It's so wild and amazing.
0: I'll have to check it out.
1: It's kind of... Yeah, it sounds like this organic, electronic... It kind of sounds like if an industrial... Like factory was making music, it would sound like this.
0: Ooh, I like that. If some sort
1: of some sort of like car factory was an instrument, it
0: would sound kind of like this. I'm for that. Um, (coughs) empty set, canding Ray. Um, another German-French
1: German producer. Cool. Um, I listen to the Knife like religiously. Yeah, (laughs) I love the Knife. Yeah, I just love them so much. (laughs) <laughs> um,
0: have you checked out uh matmos before yeah yeah they're great their stuff is so interesting like i listen to that the washing machine album like all the time <laughs> i haven't heard that one. Oh my god dude it's so dope they just it I should look the, at the entire album is just sounds from a washing machine and oh, it's awesome. like it's so interesting it's so so interesting okay. and it's good somehow like <laughs> yeah i think their last album was yeah, made yeah. out of like plastics like i think that came out earlier this year but it's just like a bunch of plastic items they're they're on some other well, stuff they, they like
1: they, they um i think they worked with
0: Björk on vespertine yeah yeah that album like and that's my favorite Björk album really and so i've
1: always just had yeah i just i think it's so fucking good hmm <laughs> Um, Bjork as well I listened to her
0: album this year i th- I think this was um, my year for Bjork like I think I listened to Bjork more this year than any other time because I've I've always like heard her and listened throughout the years but this year I like really really got into like post and homogenic like really hard uh, Isn't it great? oh my god it's so good I, yeah homogenic especially I, I really um, I love that, that one too. a lot mm.
1: yeah I there's something about, like,
0: Iceland. I know everyone always says this shit, but it's just... <laughs> it's, have you been? It's so good.
1: I have, yeah.
0: Oh, really? And What's it I like? I love it.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's just beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's um, amazing. I went, like, in the summer, so it's light Ooh. all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Or, like, dark, darkness for, like, you know, half an hour. Not even darkness, kind of dusk. That's duskness. crazy yeah I um, I have always I mean I went basically because I love Bjork and Ben Frost <laughs> and Cigarros and.
0: Sigouros all um, oh, my babies yeah love them yeah
1: incredible <coughs> but I, I would love to go back I mean ideally I would love to go back and work at my, um, Greenhouse Studios yeah which is um the one that like I think Ben Frost and Falgear Sigurdsson set up
2: years uh-huh. ago. Yeah. Um, I'd love to go and do that. But, oh, actually, there's another record which from a Sydney drummer called Lawrence Pike. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm just looking at my record collection. Yeah. yeah. I think you should listen to that. It's really good. Lawrence Pike? Um, yeah, he's amazing.
0: Yeah, I'll check that out. <laughs>
1: Huge influence uh, on me kind of like drums drums electronics like
0: really beautiful uh like i don't know late 70s early 80s yeah. inspired japanese
2: ambient music. oh but
0: it's yeah like,
1: it's just like he's an incredible drummer that sounds
0: amazing <clears throat> i love listening to drumming man like sometimes i'll just listen to isolated drumming or there's this like uh yeah. Uh, what is it, Rich Rich versus Roach? This old jazz record, and it's just them drumming oh, at yeah, each other. Was, God, that, that was my
1: that was like my first album. My my dad bought me that.
0: No Went way. That.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's crazy. I I it's, love listening it's to that. Amazing. I just can't believe like what I'm hearing. So good.
1: Yeah, that was that was like 1956 as well.
0: Yeah. Damn. Like mean, that
1: is that is like iconic that one. Hmm there's this bit in that album which I think is a bass string snapping
2: Uh or or a a piano string snapping or there's this sound which I still remember which totally blew my brain (laughs) and I couldn't
0: I still don't know what it is and I can't remember where it is but
1: it's this inner (laughs) piano solo Um, I think it's Oscar Peterson really playing in that
0: Uh, Mm.
1: and it's just I I don't know I have no idea what it is
0: but it's (laughs) like incredible I'm gonna have to give that a spin the night
1: yeah, I think I should too.
0: I don't think I own that record. I think I have the CD, which I misplaced. But. I am. Um,
1: I yeah, I have the CD. Mm. But. I have got two copies. I'll send you one.
0: Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Just send it over. <laughs> do you collect records? I do, yeah. I've, um.
1: I've, like, about two months ago, I got my record player.
0: Oh, nice. What do you have?
1: Well, re- re- redone, but I just I just bought a new one. It's a Sansui. Uh, I don't know what model it is. It looks so pretty. <laughs> it's, like, it's beautiful. Like late, late seventies. It's just like
2: really nice dark wood, grand Japanese. Like um, mm. uh, I'll send you a picture of it. It's like for it's, sure.
0: It's really cool. Oh, I'm looking at photos uh, right now. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, it's um. I don't know I just actually I got it on on Gumtree and then I bought the amp from some guy at the <clears> in the speakers from like <clears> literally <throat> out the back of
1: someone's van next to a
0: park <laughs> hey gotta <laughs> totally do what you gotta two, do yeah <laughs> yeah 200 bucks it was, you know, uh, it was a good deal um uh, there's another album as well which I just I'm looking at called uh uh, it's Matthew Bourne hmm. it's on a Leaf, Leaf label Matthew
1: Bourne with Night Ports and that, uh, that's something I've been listening to all year, it's incredible
0: nice, I'll check that out yeah well cool man thanks for the thanks for the suggestions it's been a pleasure chatting hey, no worries
1: yeah, it's been great I've, I've never really done a podcast before
2: well, I hope I it, was it was everything like, you wanted.
1: Crapping on. <laughs> um, if there's anything else you want, like any, I don't know, technically, like, just yeah. Is that is that good?
0: Like, yeah, man. Do you have all the stuff you need? Yeah, usually we chat for like an hour, and I I feel like we got a lot we got a lot out there, mm-hmm. so it's been good. Okay. Is there is there anything else you want to know? Um. What was it like growing up with such an artistic family? How did that How did that help shape where you are now, and in getting into music? Was it encouraged or what? Um
1: yeah, it was really really encouraged, and that was that's awesome. I feel very very lucky to have the parents that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I think, because I'm like i
0: I'm like a classic ADHD kid. Yeah. Been on medication
1: since I was like seven.
2: Oh damn!
1: And I was just. like super restless mm-hmm. um couldn't really focus on anything until i until they like
2: um discovered music yeah so i think as soon as they found something that i like they were like fuck just give it just give him the drums <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, right
0: like get, get him away like put him <laughs> in a room he'll be fine
1: <laughs> and that kind of true like yeah i was really really encouraged and they, they supported me
0: like wholeheartedly through. That's awesome, man. Through everything, um, and my dad played drums in in university, so he kind
1: of taught me my first first drum beat. And yeah, like it was. I can't really think of any anything um,
0: better that could have happened. <laughs> That's so good to hear. So good to hear. Yeah,
1: very lucky.
2: Cool,
0: man.
1: Yeah, I, I hear people like talking about how their parents didn't. Uh, You know, sort of didn't really
0: support them or like, you know, forcing them to do something else. And I just can't.
2: I can't even begin to think about what that would be like. Yeah, it's weird.
0: Like I I wanted, I wanted to go to jazz school, and my parents like, "Yeah, cool, that's great." That's that's so (laughs) that's so special.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm really really
0: lucky. Cool, man. Where do you think you uh? Where do you think you need to be... Well, how should I phrase this? Do you think you've got a lot more work to do to feel, like, fulfilled? Um, so I'm
2: just filling up the water bottle. No worries.
0: Uh, yeah, well...
1: Fulfilled? I don't
0: know. Or do you um, even... If you even think you can be fulfilled in your lifetime. I, I think I can. Mm-hmm. I think also... I guess you are and you aren't
2: like there's definitely there's definitely so much more I want to do right and I think for me like being financially
0: like being financially uh viable doing this kind of music would be a huge source of fulfillment for sure
1: um I think also for me being like being in Australia is a weird a weird thing yeah and I kind of um I'm sort of making plans
2: at the moment to to go to Europe oh Uh, yeah like Australia is awesome like Mm -hmm. (coughs) uh, just the 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 infrastructure for like experimental music and electronic music is is not really here like how could it be it's it's a country of like 47
1: million and there are like five major cities
2: right so you do the like I haven't
1: really toured that much with this project but I Mm -hmm. like I have with a bunch of other people and you you know you do like Sydney, Melbourne, Perth Canberra um Adelaide yeah Brisbane and that's and then you do it again in (laughs) six months yeah and that's kind of it and not that that's a problem just for me with this music I just i don't know how that is possible
2: <laughs> yeah so i think for me being like being overseas and touring would be a big source of fulfillment so that's kind of what i'm working on at
0: the yeah moment. man get out there go see yeah
1: well it's happening
0: <laughs> <laughs> i hope you get to it for sure
1: thanks man cheers
0: cheers if i'm ever in uh australia i'll hit you up <laughs>
1: Yeah, totally. Same with um, if I'm ever in Michigan. Yeah, Mich-
0: I'll I probably be leaving. Be cool. I'll probably be leaving Michigan here in a couple of years, but you know. Yeah, where are you, you going to go? I don't know. I might go to California, check out the film industry a cool. bit. Might go to oh, yeah. Georgia. Lots up in the air still, but I'm not. I'm not going to stay in Michigan. Yeah. It's just not con. Yeah. It's not conducive to what I want to do. You know. But. What's what, what's that? Something in film. Like what kind of, Something yeah, in cool. film. For sure. But I enjoy doing this too. I enjoy talking to people. Like just some sort of mixed media. Yeah. Like laid back journalism where I'm not really doing anything. But I am talking to important <laughs> artists. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Like Louis Theroux, man. Like he's. Yeah. <laughs> Louis Theroux is like the most
1: laid back journalist <laughs> in the world.
0: For sure. It's great. Well, you've got a good pod, podcast demeanor. Well, thanks, man. It, it suits you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll probably publish know. this in a couple weeks, and I'll hit you up uh, when I do. But yeah. for sure, for sure, keep in touch. I want to share some music and stuff. And I, I made a list yeah, of I'm all sorry. that, so I'll listen to some of the stuff you, you told me about, and I'll get back to you.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, are you, like, on
0: Instagram or whatever? Yeah, I am. Are, are you... Uh, is it your... What, what, is it your band, or is it you? Yeah, it's, 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 it's both, but... Gotcha. Ken,
1: Ken underscore 69, well, Um, <laughs> is my
0: Beautiful. Instagram handle. Beautiful. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll find you on there. Uh, yeah. It's just my name, Keaton, Great. so you'll see me. And I'll be okay, keeping in touch, awesome, man. man. Sounds good. Thank you so much for the chat, and I look forward to, to talking to you soon. Oh, my pleasure.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was really nice.
0: Cool, man. Take it easy.
2: Cool. Bye. See you, Caitlin.